once again, obviously, I did not plan on recording podcast on this walk. Because um, we're back on the airpods or whatever. I mean, frankly, it's just I'm feeling too good right now. I just left class and I'm on the road walk now because I finally got some free time. So um, I thought, fuck it, why not? I got so much on my mind. But, bro, today has been a fantastic day. It's the first day back in school, school yesterday. Kiara and I got to campus. Um, and it was cool. The road trip was nice. And we just had, like, dinner with the, the friends and then karaoke bar. Today, I got it. It's just, it's just one of those things, you know, productive and shit. And you just, like, you're just in that mode, George, you know? And I got up. I had the my first class of the day at 9.30. Uh, it was principals and manager and county. I'm not gonna lie, like, it's a, it, it feels a little bit overwhelming, maybe it will be by the time, like, I actually get in the flow of things. But, um, because there's like multiple assignments for multiple days of the week, um, every week. So, and then that's just like one of five classes. But I think I'll be, I think I'll be fine. It's, it's really all just like organization and no procrastination. It was definitely a lot of that last semester. Um, I'm just slacking, you know what I'm saying? Class-wise, but it feels a lot different, especially because of the, I feel the discipline that I built with 75 hard, like the carryover to this is going to be crazy. Ah, man, after class, went to the gym. And the gym was great. It was ha- nice having a gym partner again. I was with Alex. Um, and then what we do, oh, and then, and then, I made us food. I made some beef with, with potatoes. So best post workout meal ever, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I just got out of my second and last class of the day, uh, computer business. It was so boring because my teacher who has this like need to talk so much. Like, he talks so much about like shit in the world. And um, it was kind of amusing, actually. But uh, whenever I was bored, I was just reading on my Kindle. Oh, the Kindle? Best investment I've made since fucking sliced bread. Whatever the, whatever the fucking saying is. It actually is like a game changer. Like, it was just so convenient. But I don't have the distraction on the phone. So, like, I read for so much longer. Um, I'm reading the denial of both. And right now is, like, when it's actually starts to get like really fucking good. Like we're starting to talk about um, like once you got past like inality and all that weird shit. Um, right now it's starting to talk about like um, man's fear for their own greatness. Which was kind of like a kind of beautiful like the way it's phrased um, which is how we're we're mortified by just like living life how we are in our perfect moments. You know what I'm That's like a rough paraphrase of what was said. And um, it explains more in depth. This I got to go back into it before I eloquently say it myself. But it just gave me a lot of reflection to me. Like, I can definitely see that. You know, like, I can definitely see, like, sometimes, like, there's just this. Um, invincible force that just like 
exposed me from being who I want to be. And I don't, I don't I never really had a, a label for it. I just kind of knew what I was experiencing. And putting it as fear is almost a, it, it, it helps with the, with the relation to it. I can definitely see that. Like I can see how I'm, sometimes I can just be afraid of living life like a hundred, you know what I'm saying? And just completely exceeding my expectations of what I think I can achieve in life. You know, like almost this fear of grandiosity. Um, it's pretty cool, you know. Um, right now, uh, I was in an interview um, for like a, like a restaurant in like a nice part of town here. Um, I'm, I'm glad, you know, I'm happy for it, you know. But I, what I hope is that like, and not to say like she's, I, I just think she's taking a lot of classes and, and that shit. Like, that can get me involved. Like, that happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, like, the reason why I, I, I feel this need to literally just lock in this, this message is because fucking last year when I first started like working full time and also going to school full time, like, I failed two classes, you know? And that's just. Like with the bright futures and the, the GPA requirements and stuff, but it's, it's really not helping my case. Uh, so I just don't want her to go through that, that same kind of thing because it happens, you know? It just happens. Like when you work so much, then you either you either work or you, or you go to school so much, or you do shit to school so much that so you end up sacrificing one of the things just to. Just to like, keep yourself broke. Um, because you also gotta make time for yourself in your downtime, you know. And when you when your schedule is so jam-packed like that, it's almost like you don't got that you don't got that downtime. Okay? And then you start taking it away from other areas. Oh yeah, and I, I, I just thought about like um what at least, like, what, um, I, I just thought about the, like, what they were talking about, like, the fear of the straightness thing. It would be not best, like, but he was talking about, like, how, like, pretty much the shit I was talking about, like, in the episode, like, two episodes ago, where I was talking about, just a lack of awe and captivation at life and, and just a lack of being present in that moment with yourself and your nature. And that's exactly what it was in the book. Like it was talking about um, how the, the fear of one's own greatness can be simplified as a fear of one's life. Fear of one's life is shown by a lack of, to paraphrase it all, like pretty much the same thing I was saying. Um, hold up, I'm trying to think. Like, if I'm not mistaken, that's actually what it, what it said. Um, and it was talking about like how 
that character, that personality, like these things that we that we cultivate for ourselves are, are really just like the 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 many neuroses that we give ourselves to to exhibit some sort of control over our life. And that control is coming from a place of fear. You know what I'm saying? And It was talking about like how in our lives like we don't have the sort of flexibility to just you know always be on 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 like a astonishment mode to just always be in this in this appreciative life thing because we have to put these character fronts up of you know of um of seriousness of uh, work mode and like uh, and 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 emotional things like we don't all of those things kind of clog up our mental real estate and don't give us that sort of flexibility to also be in astonishment all the time. And I'm probably wording this really bad, but this is just how I'm kind of information and it's like it was like <laughs> and it was saying like how man has to experience uh like rebirth um which i don't really know what that means just yet like i'm pretty sure it's gonna get into it but i guess it's loosely defined as just like completely like abolishing like everything you think is true of yourself and by doing that you you live in this sort of humility and appreciation for life if I'm if I'm taking that correctly. And um you're realizing uh, you know what I'm gonna just stop talking. <laughs> the idea the idea dies there. Oh and uh, and I don't know if I repeated this in the last episode but um, the denial of death has like a, a section on anality, which is literally like what it sounds like. It's a, it's a section on how like shit, feces, and like asshole relates to um, like childhood ambiguity, like the, the complex paradox that like is humans. And obviously, it's kind of a ridiculous idea. You know, it's definitely out there. You know? and, and me and Chibika have this, like, inside joke where it's, like, it's, like, the most ridiculous shit that, that, that you can read. And it's, it's, like, what am I reading? You know what I'm saying? But um, but it was funny because I, I was telling Kiara about this, you know? I, I was kind of loosely explaining the concept by, by how I understand it. And... Um, she was like, I find that kind of interesting. She was like, I find that more interesting than fucking denial of death. Yeah, she was getting fun there. But she said she did find it interesting. And, and that and that's like, that's striking me a bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it was, they were like, I kind of I noticed that like, like, as ridiculous as ideas may seem at their birth, you know, when they are just ideas, 
sometimes it really only just takes one person to just have the open mind to just not put it off immediately just because of how out there it is. Maybe this doesn't apply to everything, but it's just pretty cool, you know, having a different perspective that it doesn't just have the, the, the same shutting off mode that I did. And, and from that, like, when I started reading it afterwards, like, it did become a bit more interesting, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, he, like Ernest Becker was talking about, like, how when we are born, we are, are like, we're our own superheroes in our world. I've explained this many times. Like, our, our, our inner narcissism, you know? Because as a kid, we are, we are fed and we are changed and all this stuff, like at our beck and call, you know what I'm saying? And so our primary reality, our understanding of reality is that everything we want is nourished you know, just by us crying for it. And so the, the, the anality complex is more, it's more so coming from a, a place of terror where it's this... It's this intranatural event psychologically for the child to like discover his own thesis and reality. Because it, 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 it sort of sets the tone for the ambiguity that he will carry on for the rest of his life with the fact that he, he is his own inner narcissist, he is his own superhero. Everything, like, he is his own God, and yet he shits this weird fucking stinky substance. Um, and like, talks about like, how kids often play with it because it's their, it's their form of inner rebellion uh, from determinism. Um, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. I mean, um, I wonder what kind of situations and circumstances like environmentally you have to be put in to like think of shit like that <laughs> to think of fucking anality from a wait from an evolutionary perspective or from a psychoanalytic perspective is like crazy you know what i'm saying and maybe that's part of like what we like in society today we like like real like self-reflection like the ability to just kind of sit and think to just like be bored and have ideas come to us because it's very easy to just have that boredom and then just automatically like switch to like a like a consuming uh, a consumer mindset where you just um on social media and everything and not not to be like an instagram cop you know i'm on it too but there's absolutely no doubt that it kind of takes away from our humanity as much as we want to please preach like oh um you know so much for connecting ourselves and all of that like yeah it does take away from our from our humanity from our ability to use the minds which if we think about it is like the greatest gift we have like no other animal has the capacity to contemplate to the level that we can and yet we have this source of pleasure that just completely um 
demolishes our reward systems and just keeps us from that contemplation that is so beautiful and it's a blessing, you know? Yeah, I got two online classes in this semester, um, which I have discovered is not really the ideal uh, medium for me to learn and to progress. Um, like pretty much the two classes that I failed last year um, at FAU were both online classes. So I am going to change that pattern. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's crazy because like, I really wonder like what that is. Like, what is it about ourselves that, whether environmental or natural, that determines our proclivity to, to what type of learning? You know what I'm saying? That's definitely something to like actually research, but I definitely won't do. I just discovered PubMed, bro. PubMed, where you can like literally look up any study you want. Bro, fuck out of here, bro. I love that shit, bro. I'm about to, I'm about to, uh, I'm about to just, when I get to the embassy, I'm literally just about to spend 30 minutes looking up studies on epigenetics. You know what I'm saying? Because epigenetics are crazy, man. Our environment and, and stimuluses and food change the, the structure and how our body reacts to DNA. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Is it DNA or is it like, it's our genes, not our genes. Like, how our genes uh, fire off. Like, I saw something about, holy fuck, bro. God damn. These electric scooters, bro. Somebody gotta take them away. I fucking had them with God, I fell on my ass. Fucking shoulder scrapes and everything. But um I saw someone was making making like a a research project project on like the link between epigenetics and cancer. Um it was definitely I saw it on like Instagram. But I don't wanna see that shit. What? It's never a regret I have had in my life today. I won't have any. If there's any, it's not learning how to try to feel good. So I'm going to, because that shit is lazy. Go skate park and shit like that. You can go, like, hang out with random people and just skate on curvy shit. Like, that's what I'm Like, ever since uh, Andrew Huberman touched about it so much, like, he's just been making me want to do it. He talks about, like, a band of brothers and you literally just skate like that. That's wavy. But, um, yeah. I don't really have much else to talk about. So, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna stop talking and keep walking. Shout out to y'all.